0: Hello and welcome to the Becoming Your Highest Self podcast. I'm your host, Macy Renee, and we are going on a journey together, my friend. If you've been looking for a podcast geared towards your growth, self-awareness, navigating your brain's daily mind drama, and deep inner work to become your highest and best self, you are in the perfect place. Let's get started. Good morning and happy Monday. Welcome back to another episode of Becoming Your Highest Self podcast. I'm going to start this episode by reading another review that was left for me on iTunes that I absolutely love. And this is from Flavia Williams. The title is Amazing Podcast. And it says, I found Macy through social media recently and I'm loving to listen to all of her episodes. This podcast is truly catered towards becoming a better version of yourself. Self-awareness, constant work. Becoming a better person is a full-time continuous job, and Macy is guiding me through her podcast. So one of the reasons that I absolutely love this review from Flavia is because Flavia is now one of my clients, and we have a really good relationship, and I obviously know a lot about her life, but I just... When I read these reviews, here's where my mind goes. I did not know Flavia prior to her introducing herself to me because she had found my podcast. Same thing with a lot of the recent reviews that I've read. And I guess in my own little world, in my own little head, I think, oh, everybody that listens to my podcast are people that knew me in high school or knew me in college or met me through my MLM or through a mutual friend. And I forget that. There are people out there in the world who have never met me, who don't know me, who stumbled across this podcast and are getting value from the teachings of this podcast. And then you guys find me on social media, Introduce Yourself, which I absolutely love. So if any of you are listening right now and you've never introduced yourself, feel free to do that. You know, we become friends on social media. I get to interact with them, get to know them. They get to know me. And then sometimes down the road, they end up becoming one of my clients. Sometimes not. But what is so cool is to think I'm so close with so many of the people that I have met from them being a listener of the podcast, and I still haven't been able to meet them in person. It's just so crazy because I feel like I know my clients so well that it's just sometimes mind-blowing that I've never met them before or I've only met them once Um, and I try to make it a point to be able to meet my clients when I can like especially if they're going to be in the same area as I am because it's just so like you get so involved in their life and you get to learn so much about them and You see them on their best days and their worst days and you're there to celebrate and also to hold space during some of the hardest and most challenging times in their life. And so it's just so crazy to me that some of you guys I've never known and that there are people listening right now that haven't even introduced themselves and maybe one day we're gonna be like, Friends, (laughs) like even if you're not a client of mine, maybe one day we're just gonna interact and be friends, and then maybe one day I will meet you as well. It's just so cool to think about because I, I absolutely just, I meet these people and I'm like, I love them. I love the people that I meet through all of this work and the things that I'm doing, and I just appreciate you guys so much. Okay, you guys. Today I want to talk to you about how we change for other people, where this comes from, and why. And if you're doing this, I hope, I hope and I pray that by listening to this episode, you will stop (laughs) because you are whole and amazing and wonderful just as you are. Do we have things that we can, you know, improve upon within ourselves? Absolutely. At, at, At any given point, we can grow, we can evolve, we can change. And that is, you know, the cornerstone of my work as a coach. However what we fail to realize is that you are amazing just as you are. You don't need to change anything about yourself to be worthy now of everything that you want and all the people that you want in your life. Like You don't have to be anything different for anybody. And the only reason that we really become different or act differently than who our true soul self is is because we fear those emotions like rejection. We fear that we're not going to be loved or that we're going to feel unworthy if certain people do not accept us. So let's kind of talk about where this stems from. When you are born, you have no limitations on who you are. Like you're a free spirit, a free soul, full of potential, full of amazingness, and the only thing that makes it different is that there are people in the world who tell you otherwise. And if you remember, we're very malleable from birth to seven. So anything that you experience in your first seven years of life is crucial. So parents, I'm even talking to you. Anything that your children are experiencing in their first seven years of life, okay, becomes like a sponge for their little brains. They cannot reason. They cannot logic. Just like at this age, you could not reason. You could not logic. So what that means is... Anything that you heard or how you were treated or what you saw in your parents, your caregivers, your grandparents, your aunts, your uncles, traumas you experienced, grief you experienced, whatever your life experience was those first seven years of life, it became your subconscious programming. You were like a little sponge. And then when you get past the age of 7, that's when you kind of have more capacity to question things that you're being taught, to question things that you're learning, to you know, formulate your own opinions about things. But here's the tricky part and how we become different than who we actually are and why coaching ends up being so valuable down the road, okay? So let's start with those first few years of life. I want to I want you to imagine that your soul, your spirit was set up to love people in the deepest, biggest way possible. And the way that you would naturally show love is to hug on people, kiss on people, like squeeze your parents' neck because you just can't get enough love and affection and that's just who your little soul self has felt like you were, you know, or who you are. And imagine that your mom or your dad or your caregiver, whoever they were, that they experienced distant parents. Like maybe their, their parents couldn't give them a lot of love and affection. Um, that their parents had a lot of trauma in their childhood and so they haven't really learned how to love. So they have had to shift a lot of who they are in order to be accepted by their own parents. And as a result, whenever They have unhealed stuff, so last week we talked about unhealed trauma and and the correlation between trauma and grief. If you think of your parents who maybe experienced a very rough childhood and upbringing with maybe a distant father or, you know, if the mom had alcohol problems or if both of them just didn't know how to love and accept affection or give that to their children, then maybe you had a parent or a caregiver who also couldn't do that because that was the learned behavior that they experienced. So your little soul self that wants to be kissy and huggy and lovey and go, you know, squeeze on your mom or dad's neck, when you go to try to do that as a child, maybe your mom or dad or caregiver say, uh, please, like, get off my neck. Stop hanging on my neck. I need you to, like, calm down. You're so full of energy. I know you want to kiss me and you want to hug me, but, like, get out of my face. I need, like, some space. Now, I'm not saying that you do this, and if you do do this, don't beat yourself up about it, but I want to share with you kind of where this comes from, okay? When that happens to our soul self, when we're showing up in our authenticity, 100% who we were created to be, but then it gets rejected and we experience the pain of rejection, of not being not receiving love in the way that we wanted to experience love at our full capacity. Essentially it's like sending out a signal okay and when that signal reaches our parent, so let's say it's love and affection and hugs and kisses and that's you when you're being 100% you, that's who you are and you send out that that radio signal that's a hundred percent strong and it reaches your mom who cannot handle that version of you because she has unhealed trauma. She cannot accept the love. She did not get that from her parents. She doesn't know how to give it. She doesn't know how to receive it. When that happens and she kind of rejects or blocks the way that you would love, you feel the vibration in that rejection. And you feel like, ugh, my mom or my dad or my caregiver isn't able to love me like fully when I'm like this what's wrong with me I I want to be loved I want to feel loved I need their love I don't want to feel this rejection like all I want in life is to be loved because that's a human need we want to be loved and accepted so what your little system learns is maybe if I turn it down a notch like maybe to 80 percent and I love my mom, you know, and show affection at 80% instead of my normal 100, then she'll be able to handle it. And so you represent that signal at 80%, okay, instead of 100. Now, if at that point your mom can handle that version of you that's dialed down a little bit, And now you still give kisses and hugs but it's it's less than it was before and it's more gentle than it was before. It's just different than it was before. And your mom is like, oh, you know, and you get the validation that you need and you get the praise that you need and you get the love that you need. Then you learn, okay, I'm good at 80%. I'm loved at 80%. I can be 80%. Now the tricky thing is that we do this with every single person. That we meet in our life. So let's say you're now navigating the world at 80%, and that's how you've learned how to be with your parents, because that's how they can handle you. And then you get in a relationship when you're a young adult and your partner has experienced trauma, their parents had a very hard upbringing. Therefore, their upbringing was really tough and they really don't know how to love, how to be nurtured, how to accept love, how to show affection, how to be intimate, how to, you know, love you fully, show appreciation. And you go and you try to be your authentic self even at dialed down at 80% because that's how you've learned to be in order to be accepted and loved. If they can't handle it, and you feel the rejection, and you want them to fully love you, you want them to experience, like you want to experience acceptance and love, because that's what our soul and spirit desires, then maybe you're like, oh, oh, that sucked, that felt really bad, like they they can't handle it. Okay, well, I will shut myself down a little bit more, I'll turn my dial down a little bit more, I'll go to 50%. And so you show up to them 50%, like this is a new way that you are learning how to dial yourself back, but they accept it. Well, then you're operating at 50%, which is a whole 50% less than you are capable of. Now, what happens over time with this is that you start to feel disconnected from yourself. You start to feel like, this isn't me. This isn't who I am. This isn't who I want to be. Like, I want to be this way. And this can show up in multiple, multiple ways. So think about your truest identity and who you feel you are at a soul level. Maybe at this point you don't even know because you're so disconnected from yourself that you don't even know how to be. And I'm talking mainly to my people who can identify with being a people pleaser. Because if you're a people pleaser, You have turned your dial down to whatever other people need in order for you to feel accepted, loved, and not uncomfortable. And I get it because I was a people pleaser. Oh my God. Like if any of my decisions were going to make someone else feel bad or uncomfortable or Um, it was going to make me feel any kind of rejection or like I wasn't good enough or wasn't worthy enough, I would do whatever they needed me to do. I would say yes to things that I didn't want to say yes to. I would say no to things I didn't want to say no to. I would basically be whoever I needed to be to make sure that they were good. And as you guys know, if you're a people pleaser, eventually that gets old. Eventually it gets really frustrating to be around people where if you're not doing exactly what they expect of you that you feel like oh well I'm going to disappoint them or they're not going to approve of me they're not going to accept me right if you're the type of person that like cusses up a sailor cusses like a sailor cusses up a sailor (laughs) if you're the type of person that curses like a sailor so oh my god (laughs) sorry guys if you curse like a sailor gosh that was so hard then but then around maybe like your aunt and uncle they wouldn't be able to love you with you being you okay because they have beliefs that it's wrong or it's against their religion or it's just a foul mouth then you either do one of two things you either truly embrace who you are And you may even have thoughts like, okay, well, you know, I can dial it back. I can be respectful of their wishes. Or you just show up as who you are and let them feel whatever feelings they're going to feel, knowing that you're not responsible for their feelings because all that's happened if they're upset is that they have thoughts about cussing. You're cussing, and now they have thoughts, and you're not responsible for that. They have to manage their mind around it or set boundaries, okay? Um, And so the thing about it is is that or The last part is that you totally, totally act like a completely different person with them versus how you would be around your husband or your family. That's just maybe a more common example. And so what I want to ask you is when you're doing this, does it feel good to you? Truly, does it feel good to you? Do you feel aligned? Do you feel honest? Do you feel truthful in that you're living your truth? you know are you taking responsibility for how other people's how other people feel or are you putting the responsibility in their hands for how they feel because there's a big difference where are you turning down your dial or changing who you are or people pleasing in order to be liked or to be loved it's a really important question to ask yourself because what happens is after a while you will feel disconnected and totally outside of your body And a lot of times that is when people end up feeling like just lost, totally lost. I don't know what I need in my life, I don't know what I want, I don't know who I am, and this is what happened to me, I didn't know who I was without everything, every title that I needed to be for everybody else, every role that I needed to play for everybody else. You know, like I was afraid to make people mad by saying no. I was afraid to not say yes to things, even if I didn't want that and didn't agree with it. I was afraid to disagree with anybody's opinion. All of these little examples are ways that we turn down ourselves and mute ourselves in order to make sure other people feel comfortable. And in turn, when they feel comfortable, we feel comfortable because we're not willing to sit with our own emotion. So you have to ask yourself, when am I doing this? How can I recognize this? And this, you know, the answer to the question of, well, how do I go about changing that? Well, the first step is always self-awareness. You have to recognize when you're doing this. So if this podcast episode is sounding off bells for you, you have to ask yourself, where am I showing up as someone different to make other people happy? You know, when am I... Saying the thing that's going to please people, not the thing that I want. When am I doing the things that are going to make other people's happy, not doing the things that I want? And you have to be very clear on that. And then the work is to go about doing all of the inner work about why you would even do that in the first place. Okay, what are you making it mean whenever you don't say yes to the thing or when you say no or what are you making it mean if they suddenly are disappointed in you or upset with you? You know, are you anticipating rejection? Are you anticipating that they exile you from their life? Like, what are you anticipating being hurt? Are you anticipating trauma that you're trying to avoid but causing yourself more self suffering? Like, you have to be very clear on how being this way is serving you. Because if you're being this way, if you're being a people pleaser, it's serving you somehow. And it could be serving you in such a way that it's like, oh well I it's serving me because I don't want to feel negative emotion. Right? That could be one simple way where it's like oh yeah I'll just continue to be miserable but make these other people happy because at least then I don't have to feel my feelings. At least then I don't have to feel you know, frustrated with them or frustrated, frustrated in my situation. Like as long as they're happy I'm good. So really getting clear and recognizing that how this is showing up in your life and then if you need the help getting the help on how to move out of the people-pleasing behavior how to embrace who you are how to get back to your soul self your truest soul self before you started changing the dial before you know you before you started turning down the dial before you learned how to be different in order to be accepted or loved because when the core root is that you love yourself no matter what. You don't need anything from anybody else. That's just the truth. You don't need anything from anybody else if you fully love yourself. You don't need to give them a yes if you really want to say no in order to be loved, if you love yourself, if you're happy with yourself. You don't need to change who you are, or how you say things, right? If you love yourself and love who you are. What we do is we learn how to be in order to make other people feel more comfortable and we associate it with love. So if I'm this way they'll love me but if I'm the true me they won't. And I don't want to feel rejection and I don't want to feel hurt and I don't want them to not be in my life. So I'll just pretend that I'm this version of myself when really I'm not and continue creating my own self-suffering. Where does that feel true for you? Where are you doing this in your life? And if you're doing this in your life, I want to encourage you that it is just so heavy and is so very toxic because you're disconnected from yourself, your soul self, your true self. And how is this showing up in the way that you parent your children? How is this showing up in the way that you show up at work? How is it showing up in cycles that you don't even want to repeat you know, how how are you continuing this pattern and why? Why? After you become aware of it, why would you do that? If you continue to do it, it's serving you. So you have to be very clear on why why. How is this serving me? Why is this serving me? Why am I doing this? Who would I be if nobody needed anything from me? Who would I be if I could just show up authentically? Who would I be if I knew that everybody that is important to me would love me just as I am? How do I dress? What do I say? What do I do? What was taught to me in early childhood days that, you know, I don't agree with now as an adult, but I'm afraid of disappointing my caregivers, my parents, my grandparents. You know, it's like if you want to have a full body of tattoos, but you learned your entire life like tattoos were the devil or were bad. You know, then maybe you're not showing up as your true soul self because you want the approval of your grandparents or whoever it is that doesn't approve, and you feel like they're gonna love me less. They're not gonna, they're not gonna accept me if I show up as who I want to be, and that can be very exhausting because nobody in those moments. What's happening is that people aren't taking responsibility for their own emotions and their own thoughts, and that's really where we get into trouble in even today's world. Right? Is that Everybody wants everybody to be what they want you to be, right? We want other people to be what we want them to be because nobody's willing to feel the discomfort of just letting it be what it is. It's very challenging at times, okay? Like how can you be content with you and how can you accept that other people have to take responsibility for their thoughts and their feelings, That's really big self-awareness work. That's really big emotional intelligence work. And I know that it's difficult, but it makes a world of difference when you don't need anybody else to be different than who they are, when other people don't need you to be different than who you are to love you where you're at. And it doesn't mean that we're agreeing with everything, and it doesn't mean that we all have to be robots that are all on the same page all the time, but what it means is we have a mutual respect and love for each other in our uniqueness, how we were designed right before the world told us otherwise or before people, um, you know, wanted us to be a certain way to make themselves feel better because they didn't have the emotional intelligence to handle us as who we are. So, something to think about. I hope that you all have um, an amazing week this week. I actually, by the time you're listening to this, I am in... Vegas. I'm in Vegas while you're listening to this, or at least like leaving California and going back to Vegas and we'll be coming back to Kentucky. And we'll likely have a lot of different news and excitement excitement (laughs) exciting things coming down the pipeline to share with you guys later on. But um and I'm excited to share with you how the wedding went because that is why I would will be in um California slash Vegas is because my coach is finally getting to be married after a COVID year that canceled their wedding. And so um, I hope that you're doing an amazing, I'm amazing, gosh I cannot talk for the life of me. I hope that you all are doing amazing and I hope that by this point I've experienced just an amazing time and have a bunch of stories to tell you whenever I get back. So Have a great, wonderful week, you guys. I will see you again next week. And don't forget, Sacral, you can still sign up for if you were a little bit late. So make sure that you join on macyrenee.com or reach out with any questions. And I will talk to you soon.